Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Josh. I'm Jake. And today we are watching episode 202 Sports. Another regional joke for all you <laughs> small town Massachusetts folks. Yeah, I don't even get that podcast. one. Power Rangers Zeo, episode 47, called Rangers of Two Worlds Part 1. It aired November 20th, 1996, written by Mark Litton, directed by Larry Litton, the Litton Brothers. Super Litton Brothers. Mark Litton and Litton Litton, the Litton <laughs> Brothers. Uh, so, Josh, this is uh, this is old Billy. Yep. This is old Billy. We know what we're getting into. We're getting into some old Billy. Not the good kind of like, oh, that old oh, Billy. Oh, that old Billy. No, no it's, it's an old man, but Billy. Old, old man Billy. We'll talk about that in a minute. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, we come back and we talk about it. And you can follow along if you have Netflix or DVDs. Or if you, like, have a really good memory, you can also follow along that way if you wanted. And you should. It's been good. It's been good lately. Maybe skip this one. We'll let you know if you should go back and watch it retroactively. Yeah, I don't know. I have I have middling hopes for this one. Yeah, I, I just know he's old. I don't remember a lot else. Anyway, let's jump right into it. It's, it's Morphin Time! <laughs> And we're back. Oh, all right, guys. Um, I thought I said it. Hey, that sums it up. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. Keep going. That's how we started, too. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on, uh, where, where's the first one? Twitter. Twitter. We're on Twitter at Morphingrid. We're at Facebook. At, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Morphingrid. You can find us on iTunes and leave us a rating review. It would be great. Yeah. Is that all of it? We're on Stitcher, Google Plus, but no one's rated us think, on Stitcher. I don't, I don't think they count anymore. I, I checked, <laughs> and Google Plus, who knows what's going on there, Does anybody guys? listen to us on Stitcher? Let us know. Statistically, maybe. I don't know. There so, are, like, a, last time I checked, which was shortly after I put us on Stitcher, we had, like, a couple streams, downloads, or something. A couple stitches? We, we had got, a couple got, stitches? We got stitched. We had a couple we stitches got, over here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you want to leave us a rating review, that would be great. I didn't check to see if we have new ones. We'll get that on Friday. But we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash and Josh. You can go there and kick a couple bucks our way, and it helps us out a ton, especially because, uh, not to get too personal, guys, but ours are real tight where we work. Um, and so every dollar helps. <laughs> and speaking of, we got not one, Josh, mm -hmm. but two new patrons since last time. So first up... First, first new patron is a good friend of ours, Shannon Maynor. Shannon, thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs> and secondly is, and I don't, I haven't looked into this at all. I don't know what the context is. The legendary pugilist. That's the name that they. That's gave? the name. Thanks, Puge. I was gonna say Puge, but I didn't <laughs> know if it sounded gross. Thanks, Puge. I mean, it probably sounds a little gross to someone, but I, so I don't know if that's like a. A podcast or what? I'll look into it. I'll let you guys know. Uh, but thank you for for supporting us. It what helps a ton. Is a pugilist. A pugilist is someone who punches people. Well, fights people, but mostly with fists. Okay, like a bare knuckle boxer. Yeah, or just like any kind of boxer, or just like a fighting type. Yeah, <laughs> a fight a fight boy. I like fighting. <laughs> we have a couple emails. I'm not going to do the Enzo Mori thing every time. A I couple, say couple emails. <laughs> 
But someone did. I'll do Thank it. you. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so we got a couple emails. We got, we got four emails. We're going to do two. We'll do the other two on Friday. That's the danger of only having a one week is that the emails pile up. Right. Cause, cause that's, that's a weird problem that we have now, right? <laughs> Emails we were, are piling remember up. Remember we were like desperate for people. Now we got like a lot of cool people talking to us. All right, guys, Jake from the future here. Before we get to the emails, real quick, I want to tell you that number one, today is my birthday. The day you're hearing this, June twentieth, is my birthday, and you are required by law to send in who your favorite Yellow Rangers are. Okay, if you hear this after June twentieth, if it's before July first, you still are legally required. By law, to send in your favorite yellow rangers. Okay? I don't care if we get a bunch of trainees. That's fine. Just send them in. All right? It's my birthday. You have to do this by law. Also, send in your other stuff by July 1st if you have, like, fan art or articles or lists or anything at all. Send it in for the zine, for the yellow zine. All right, guys? My birthday and also, it's the law. Yellow Rangers, right now. Do it right now. Just tweet us or email us real quick, or you'll be arrested by the police. So this one is from Tom, who is a relatively recent convert, um, who's marathoning through it right now. He says, hey, guys, I'm a big fan of the podcast, but I'm still about 100 episodes behind. I'm marathoning them right now. So I hope this email can still have some relevance. In any case, I'm right in the middle of your season two episodes. Woof. Sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom. And I'm very on board with your Lord Zed as Zordon's brother theory. I put a lot of thought into it, and I have an addition that really makes it work for me personally. So, for starters, you pointed out the number a number of times Zed interacts with the Morphing Grid, implying he has some knowledge of it. Your theory was that he helped build the Morphing Grid, and in doing so, accidentally became an evil, skinless abomination that we see before us. My addition to this theory is complimentary. Lord Zed was the prototype Red Ranger. For whatever reason, maybe Zed has some kind of physical disability that Zordon was devoted to repairing. Zordon attempted to morph Zed into a superior form. And this worked in some ways. Zed is a big buff dude with a bunch of cool powers. Science magic, Zedovision, etc. But in other ways it failed. You know, like the obvious <laughs> ways. <laughs> now he doesn't have skin. His uh, brain's out. <laughs> <laughs> he is now a madman, evil, and has crazy physical deformities. Zed's Subsequent evil rampage needed to be stopped, and so Zordon created the Power Coins, a refined version from the original power, specifically to stop Lord Zed. Zed still wants to destroy his brother in revenge, hence his devotion to their murder. Uh, this begs the question of why he waited so long to personally take the fight to Zordon on Earth, but this can be explained with a supplementary theory of mine. We've established through In Space that Zordon is in a tube somewhere. Spoilers, guys, for In Space. But that tube is not on Earth. This is just a production slash time warp slash whatever. Lord Zed spent 10,000 years trying to find his brother's actual physical tube before Rita hecked up so bad that he decided to exact his revenge from the other end, and he hates the Rangers because they're everything he failed to be. Anyways, disregard if you've moved on from this theory by now, but I just wanted to share. Uh, if you're interested, I also have a theory about the original Rita Zordon War that explains certain weird things about Season 1 and a little theory about Tommy's family tree. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'll be caught up soon. First off... Yes, send in your theories. Very interested in those. Yes. Number two, I really like that idea that, like, he was like, I'm going to find where he is. And then, like, he's like, oh, Rita's doing so bad right now. She's doing such a bad job. <laughs> I'm just going to go there and do that. It's a good thing he didn't find him because, like, if he popped that tube. Yuppie. It's a yuppie. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, yuppie. <laughs> oh, that would have been a weird, that would be a different place. Yep. Whole different thing going on there. I also like that he's like the prototype, like, hey, let's try to morph. Let's use this power thing that we found to like. To right, fix but it you. was just raw power. Yeah. 
And so it just like shredded him. He's like, yeah, I'm buff now, but my brain's out. <laughs> oh, my brain's and I out. I need external veins. Ew. Plastic veins. Ew. Uh, thank you very much for the email, Tom. Definitely send us those other theories. I'm very excited to hear them. And this is from Christina. Christina says, Dear the Morphin Grid. Hey, guys. Long time no email. But honestly, it has been a while. Uh, life's kind of pushing me over lately. But it's summer now, which is awesome. Yeah. You still get a summer. That's cool. Cherish them. Christina? <laughs> Christina, for me? Cherish this? Don't let it go. <laughs> for me, please. Uh, so, yeah. I wanted to confirm that the new patron is me. Why I showed up as a new one? I have no idea. Love and Zio. Christina. P.S. Also, congratulations on reaching episode 200. Here's the next 200. Thanks. It's pretty crazy for us, too. Also, yeah, I don't know what's up with Patreon. It's it's a cool place that gives, that gives people a chance to support things that they like. Also, not the best website design. Uh, no. I no. have some questions. I have, some, I have an email I could send them. Why do I have to go through three menus to find my patron list? That's, like, question number one. No, that's number It should be, like, its own just tab right there on the homepage. Yes. It should be, like, patrons. Here they are. <laughs> Your patrons. Um, also, I don't know what the number is, but once you get a certain number of likes on a Patreon post, you can't see who liked it. So there's that. <laughs> it's little, it's minor, but it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like if you click on it to see, it just says you like it. And that's weird. I don't, I post it. <laughs> I don't want to like it. Um, so we got two other emails we're going to say. We got one from Corbin about opera, which is, it's a pretty good email. I read it the other day. And then one from Jordan about old TV shows and stuff. So we'll do those on Friday for now. Let's let's just let's just do the dang thing, Josh. Start us off. Well, since you asked, we start off in the juice bar. Cat's like waiting and bumming, and it, it's kind of a weird way to start an episode. We start off on weird thing number one. <laughs> like, yeah, like this whole episode is just a bunch of weird stuff. Like why I know why this is now. Right. But she's, like, just bummed out. She just, like, sat. And I was like, did your friends ditch you? Like, where is this going? Was Billy supposed to meet you, but he's old now? Spoilers. She looks dang good. She does look good. What was Kat wearing? She got, like, a patterned shirt on. It's got flowers and shapes. It's very 90s. Uh, and uh, black skirt, black tights, black shoes, if I had to guess. Hair's, Super cute hair. Hair's doing that thing it does where it's just perfect all the time. <laughs> perfect hair forever. Way to go, Kat. You did it. Uh, even, even in the order, she has perfect hair. She's just, like, on. Dang. Dang, girl. Get it, girl. <laughs> but her friends come up. Her friends being the other rangers except for Tommy and Jason. Uh, so they come up. and Also Billy. And they're like, hey, Kat, what's wrong? And she's like, this purse. Well, no, she hides. Oh, they, right, They right. come up and she's like, oh, geez. And she, like, hides her ugly purse and, like, leans on her good store-bought one. Or right. Whatever. And Tanya's uh, like, and Tanya's no. like, what are you doing? Give what is that? that? <laughs> she's like, it's an ugly purse that I made in Home Ec. And 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 Tanya's like, not everyone's good at everything. <laughs> That's which, how you know they're best friends. Which is second, as far as like like truthful best friend moments, that is second only to the jacket episode, which <laughs> we will talk about next season. Because Cassie has the definitive Cassie moment in the jacket episode, and I love it. They're talking about the ugly purse. It's pink and it's got buttons on it and a zipper and it's like it clearly looks like they're gonna make a monster out of it. Yeah, it it just got random buttons on it for no reason. Yeah. And the cat's just like, well, it didn't turn out the way I planned. What obviously, did you, what were you planning, cat? What did you plan? What was the plan? <laughs> there wasn't one. She forgot her pattern and she's like, ah, button. Yeah, let's try a button. Zipper? Sure. 
the buttons don't button anything. They're just like decorative. So then Bulk and Skull yell at them. They're at another table trying to study for their detective test exam, their PI exam. I assume it's a real thing because it happened on Veronica Mars. I'll just, I mean, I imagine you have to take some sort of test to become a private eye. Yeah, I don't think I could just be like, I'm a detective now and get a magnifying glass and hang right. a sign in my window. You know? <laughs> yeah, probably not. That probably would not work. Uh, so Lieutenant Stone just like appears out of nowhere. He appears in Skull's magnifying right. glass. Because Bulk's like, hey, be quiet, we're studying. And Skull is just like goofing around with a magnifying right. glass. Uh, but then Lieutenant Stone appears in it and he's upside down. Because it's like refracted weird. Right. And Skull takes the magnifying glass to his mouth. So his mouth is huge through the magnifying like, glass. He's like, ah! <laughs> oh, Jason Narvey, never change. Stone's like, you guys will never be detectives unless you study. Haven't they been detectives this whole time? They've now? been detective assistants. All right, they're going for full-fledged yeah. detective. Okay. They were like interns before. Yes, essentially. Jason comes in. He's like, guys, we have to get to the power chamber right now. Bad news is happening there. Cut to the power chamber. We start upside down. It seems like he's too serious. Like this is a setup for like a surprise. Party I thought or it something. was a, a surprise birthday party for Cat. Yeah. She was bumming. I know you're bumming. Here's some birthday party. <laughs> I mean, like it could be. Maybe she's bumming because everyone forgot her birthday. They've done this before. They thought it was hilarious. Yeah, wouldn't it, it be great if we just made Zach miserable? Zach all day? almost got killed in that episode. <laughs> so they show up. To the power chamber. It's a real cool shot where it's like upside down, or maybe it's right side up and follows them, and it's upside down. Eventually, it gets upside down somehow. I don't, I don't remember, but it's it it's, just cuts to above the door, which makes them upside down okay. for a second, and then they walk through, and the camera kind of swings around. I don't know what weird camera contraption they used for this. Some it's sort all of one jib, shot. just like a jib. It's like a big arm. You got controls down at one end that you can like. That seems way over pitch the power and budget. I mean, like, someone might have just, like, had it. And they're like, Chris, you got that jib? He's like, yeah, I got the jib. like, all right, bring the jib in. We're going to do a jib. (laughs) Getting jibby with it. We're getting jibby with it on Power Rangers this week. (laughs) Tommy's there with an old man. Yeah, and Kat's like, who's that guy? Kat's like, why is there an old man here? And he's like, We already get enough of Lieutenant Stone at the teen hangout juice bar. Right? Remember that time he hit on Bulk and Skull? He's trying to pick up teenage (laughs) chicks? What a character assassination that was, huh? Uh, So... Old man is like, don't you recognize me, Catherine? It's me, Billy. And Billy's 100 now. Billy's like, Billy was 40. So Billy now is like 70. 70. He's not 100 yet. He gets there. But he's not not there yet. Also, I I Googled it. Because on Facebook today, David Yost posted a video that Jason David Frank posted Mm -hmm. this morning that wished him a happy birthday. Happy like 68th birthday. Uh, <laughs> like called for, him for real 68th. <laughs> called him David Yost, and like <laughs> it was just like Jason David Frank being a goof to his buddy, which right. I kind of like. Yeah, but so I looked up how old he really is, and he's 47. That's it. Yep, and it's pronounced Yost like toast. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. Yeah, that's the accurate way. Right. Did now did JDF call him Yost because he can't pronounce it, or because of a goof? Uh, maybe a little. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the video. I just like read his thing about it while it played silently underneath. Well, happy birthday, David Yost. It's not his real birthday either. It's not? No. (laughs) What? His birthday's in like January. What? I don't know what JDF was doing. (laughs) He's such a weird man. Guys, if you're ever going to be the most famous Power Ranger... (laughs) 
Please also do something else so you don't just get super weird when you're older. <laughs> oh, boy. That's so bananas. So anyway, yeah, he's like 70, and he's like, hey, here's why. Do you remember when I became an adult when you were all kids? Well, turns out that if the original actor left the show, the out was that I caught up to that. Like, I aged because of that. Right. Right. So that makes sense. They're like, oh, yeah, the regenerator. And there's like, it's bouncing back and forth. And they're like, I used the power coins. That's not, no one cares. Yeah. Like you're like, showing half of the screen is what happened. Yeah. You have to also narrate it. Oh, yeah. It was powered by the power coins, chunking the power coins into it. And then it was destroyed, it being destroyed. Right. Like- <laughs> Guys, you can just show us or tell us. You don't need to do both. Right. You don't need to tell us, really. He said, well, do you remember that time? It's for babies. You're right. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> So then Zordon's like, yeah, and I don't know if I can fix it. You might just die old, like, soon. Yeah, it's like a Jack situation. Yeah, he's, oh, Jack is such a sad movie. It's, <laughs> it's so I'm sorry sad. sorry I brought it up now. <laughs> why? I, I, I don't know, I don't know why this happened, but I watched Jack by myself when I was, like, six. No. Some, Sweetie, I no. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> I was like at a friend's house and they weren't, and I was watching Jack, I guess. I was just in front of a TV in a dark room watching Jack. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't help. Oh, uh, no. The only things I remember, I remember him being like 120 at his high school yeah. graduation and uh, buying dirty magazines for his friends. Right. <laughs> and in the beginning, he's got like giant balls of gack that he's whipping at kids across the street. Right. I think. I don't, I don't remember that. The thing with Billy, though, is that he hasn't been gradually just aging normally. Just all of a sudden, he's hyper-aging. Yeah. Like, it just kicked in while he was, we'll find out later, tuning up the Zeo jet cycles. Yeah. All of a sudden, his face got all stretchy, and he started aging real fast. All of a sudden, he, like, moved, and he heard a big pop in his hip, and he's like, oh. Oh, no, I feel like I'm 70 now. Whoops, I'm a man. Was that me? (laughs) Oh, no. I'm Uh, a weird man who isn't acting enough like David Yost. (laughs) No. He's trying, but he hasn't seen Power Rangers. I don't think he's trying. He's just saying affirmative sometimes. Right. So Zordon's like, I don't know if we can fix that. And Billy's like, cool, I'm going to leave. And he just leaves. I have an idea. And then he just walks into his Billy room. He doesn't have that idea never comes to fruition. He never comes. No, it does. Does it? Him and Cat go to the juice bar and look through the lost oh, and found crate. Oh, that sucks. Cut up to the moon. Mondo's That's, back, remember? Yeah. Remember when he just was like, I'm back, son. And then <laughs> Sprocket was like, yay, daddy. And then that was it. He's like, so, what's up? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Sprocket's like, oh my god, dad. <laughs> Gasket's back with Archerina. And they're trying to like take over your empire. And he's like, oh, I'll get that son of mine. And then we cut to Gasket and Archerita, who are listening in on, I think, the thing that... The thing that Vulcan Skull used later? <laughs> the satellite dish is much bigger for Archerina and Gasket. Oh, yeah, because they have to listen to the moon. But it's basically the same thing. A lot of surveillance equipment yeah. being talked about. So Gasket's like, dang it, Dad's back. And Archerina's like, let's go home. <laughs> so they do. Bye, girl. <laughs> Is that it? Is that curtain wrap on Gasket and Archerina? They no. have to be back, right? No, I know Gasket's final episode is Hawaii Zio. Okay. Second but to I, last episode. Yeah. He says, if I, if he catches us, we're as good as toast. And then we cut to a toaster in the Lost and Found crate, popping up toast. It's not plugged into anything. And Ernie's like, oh, that's where I put my toaster in the Lost and Found. It's also, just for a cut gag. Also, like, 
The toast is toasted. Yeah. So Ernie put toasted toast in the toaster. Put put bread in the toaster. Let it toast. Uh-huh. Unplugged it, but did not let it eject yet. Then lost it, and then Billy just found it, and I guess hit the cancel button, so it popped up. I guess. What? Also, Billy, you got a goddamn lab. Why are you going through the loss and found? He's like, oh, here's a fish. Oh, it's so cat can be like, oh, right, my purse. Because uh. she tried to lose it. And like a cheap pair of sunglasses, you can't. Nope. It just keeps coming back. Hey, I have a cheap pair of sunglasses, and they're awesome. I wish I had those sunglasses. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I can't find another one because these ones already fell apart once. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so the purse can be seen again. It's dumb. I hate I, it. Buckles are listening in. They have like a ham radio with a handset satellite, tiny little baby satellite dish. They're like, we need to find clues. That's the most important part of being a detective. Let's listen in on Cat and that old guy. And so they go over, and then it's literally just like, this purse is ugly. We're not going to find anything. I found this whistle. And then... It's so loud that... We get another cut gag. It's so loud that Bulk and Skull are like, oh, no. And then we just smash cut to Rita going, ah! I hate it when they yell. Was she also listening? Yes. She says, because she said she was eavesdropping. But, like, it shouldn't have been amplified. Also, she like, was using magic, right? She did not have a big satellite dish and headphones on. No, she didn't even have her telescope. She had nothing. I think she had her telescope. Did she? Because I think she was looking, too. Anyway, get ready for the dumbest part of this episode. Oh, surprise. It's the RV it's part. It's the RV stuff. In an episode with old Billy, this is the dumbest part of the episode. Finster gives her a staff. It's like a. It's just like her old one, except on a Power Rangers budget. It looks yeah, janky it has as like heck. A red ribbon on it. It's got yeah. It's got a bow on it. It's but it's like it looks like he just spray painted it. Like it looks garbage. Yeah. It's it's, it, it's the Madame Woe face. Yeah, of, exactly. Of Rita was exactly. He's like now in order to get this to make monsters. You need to get in the RV and drive real fast to, like, amp it up, like in Back to the Future, I guess. He says you have to be traveling the same speed in relation to the position of the object you're trying to zap. Hey, Finster? velocity, he says velocity at some point. Hey, Finster? That's nonsense words. Yeah. That's, you're saying nothing right now. (laughs) It's just an excuse to be like, no, we need the RV. Guys... You love it. You love the RV. It's the... Oh, God. I hate it. I they, hate the RV. They didn't even sell toys of it. Because it sucks. It's so stupid. Ninja Turtles had an RV. It kicked... <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an RV. That was the turtle van. They had a turtle van. And they had, like, a longer one. Did they? I think so. Or something else did, and I put Ninja Turtles in know. it. I never got the turtle van, but I had a Technodrome, so... Well, there you go. So I made up for well, it. Well, so you need at that point. I had a little foot when you opened it, like a little foot stand that would come down to hold really? it up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, a little kickstand. Cut back to, she gets in and she drives, whatever. The RV stuff happens. Cut back to the juice bar. Billy is like, oh, yeah. good." Oh, their plan is to, Rita says my plan is to make Catherine a monster. That goody two-shoes right. Catherine a monster. And Zed's like, what a great idea. Yeah, it's the best plan you've ever had. I know, right? Except it's like this it's like the worst idea she ever had. Because last the, time it's the second worst yeah. plan you've ever had because you've done it before and it made another power ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, why are you so dumb? She's driving to position herself relatively, et cetera, et cetera. Relative Billy, to the velocity of the position of Catherine. Who is sitting down, going nowhere. Yeah. Whatever. But the earth is moving. 
If the moon is moving, uh, look, the I'm RV not a, is moving. I'm not a <laughs> scientist of any sort. You need to line them all up. Right. Just like, you gotta go fast. Gotta go, did you ever <laughs> went fast, Rita? Rita Repulsa, did you ever went fast? I need to know right now. Oh. The, ca- the camera pans over to Cat and then it cuts, it pans back over to Billy and he's older now. He's got like baby powder in his hair yeah, to make it. Yeah, him- it does this weird like wobble effect on Cat for a second and then she's like, oh no, Billy, you're older. That's, we that's have to old go. waves wafting over her, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's just like some runoff. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I feel older. Oh, and then they're like, all right, let's go. So they leave, and then they go to... Sh- we go back to the RV. Goldar is sitting in Rito's seat, and Rito hates that. So I think they fight? Start wrestling, I guess. And then Rito gets flung up into the front seat and bumps Rita, who then fires her wand off, missing Cat as she stands up to leave and hitting, guess what? The ugly The purse. toaster. No. no, I'm just kidding. It's the ugly purse. Ernie took the toaster. He lost. You're right. Remember? It was the whistle. It's a whistle monster. It's a whistle. No, it's no. a purse monster. And it looks, it's like if Oogie Boogie was made of an ugly purse purse. <laughs> yep. It's Percy Worsey. <laughs> it's gross. It's lumpy in all weird places. And it just, it. we'll talk about it once we get to the fight. Uh, at the power chamber, like they come in. Tanya's just there with a bunch of beakers and chemicals doing some chemistry. Like for sure. some reason, they're trying to find a solution, and her solution is Kool-Aids of all shapes and colors. I haven't had Kool-Aid in a long time. Every time I see Kool-Aid, I'm like, oh, I remember Kool-Aid. And then I'm like, you know what I remember about Kool-Aid? It tasting really plasticky. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. I wouldn't say it tasted fruity. <laughs> <laughs> no. It tasted like Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, which is always dubious. I'll try it again. I'll get a little packet. We also haven't had ecto-cooler yeah, yet. Yeah, we gotta find some ecto-cooler. I gotta, I gotta hunt down some ecto-cooler. If Amazon has it for a reasonable price, I might just buy some there and we'll we'll review it's it. It's like kind of in stores. Right. It's in very select stores. I guess it's trickling out. I don't yeah. know. Well, we cut... Uh, Tanya's doing chemistry. I, guys, I lost the plot for a second. Tanya's doing some chemistry. Billy comes in. He's like, I'm older, guys. Ah. I want kids off my lawn now. And they're like, oh, no, it's getting so bad. You don't have a lawn. I think you live here in the desert. <laughs> Get out of my desert. <laughs> Get off uh, my sand. You hooligan. You hooligans. <laughs> you kids these days with your fax machines and your hula hoops. <laughs> <And> your pagers. <laughs> so Delphine and Sestro teleport in. And they're like, hey, we brought a huge gun. <laughs> We're going to stop you from aging by killing you with a gun. We got this Halo-style super soaker. We got back from 2003 with a Halo gun. We're going (laughs) to shoot you with it. Also, they just popped in unannounced, right? I feel like... Like, in-universe, Zordon knew they were coming. But us, the viewers, they just showed up all of a sudden. They might have said something about it. But if they did... I didn't catch it. I don't remember. Because all of a sudden... Delphine and Sestra are like, boom, super, you're going to get super soaked. You're going to get soaked, bruh. <laughs> you're getting so soaked. They shoot him with the gun. They're like, please stand over there while I shoot you with this gun. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry. Billy's like, yeah, you're a Power Ranger. <laughs> this will work. So he shoots him with the gun. But he doesn't. Well, he, he does and he doesn't because it, it does hit him. Does it? No, it's later. No, yeah. Th- it backfires. It shoots it out shoots the back. backwards and blows up the control panel. The, specifically, the teleportation control panel. Do you guys remember that Nerf gun that was like, it's a Nerf gun, and it's like, put him up, and you're like, oh no, I've been caught. There's a second trigger with a gun. Um, yeah, and you could fire one yeah, dart out of the handle. Out of the handle. Remember how cool that was? It's it's like that, but backwards and I, a super soaker. I 
thought, like, I felt like he was just holding the gun backwards. I would have loved that. Uh, that's not what happened. Rito it, it has just, done that, though, in the past. He has. Which was hilarious. Uh, it just backfired. Yeah. I don't know why. Because he's 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 almost good at building things. Right. He can make stuff almost correctly. <laughs> but then you get to the very final product, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then, so he says, oh, no, we need some fresh water to fix it. Yeah, because it burned the water it that was runs off There's, of it's fresh just a water soda bottle that had the label ripped off and they put like reflective tape around that little like plastic part that doesn't actually let go right to cover it up and it just has like mud in it it's like water it's, just, it's not even mud it's just like real dehydrated pee it's like yeah <laughs> and they're like oh no it's all bad now we need to get fresh water that's how it works is on fresh water you guys live on a planet made entirely of water you live underwater right like the freshest water, because yeah. you had to go back there because none of our water was you fresh enough. You couldn't bring three bottles, just in case. Always be prepared, Why Sestro. is Delphine here? She didn't bring extra stuff. She's a... Right, you had two open hands. <laughs> Delphine, you could have put it in your hair. Instead, she's back to just real crazy oh, head yeah. wiggles. Well, because they were like, hey, last time you were on the show, you didn't wiggle your head enough. And, and she was like, yeah, I know. I thought it was silly. And, and they're, they're like, no, <laughs> you need to do that more. And she's like, all right, I'm going to go for it. All right. Here we go. Uh, Rocky says... Oh, we'll go to Angel Grove Falls. It's the cleanest water. Hey, Rocky, bro. It's the nearest clean water. Why Why you been holding out on this? Remember the whole Alien Rangers where they were like, there's no water in Angel Grove that we can use. That car wash is fine, though. But That'll, let's get in the car wash. And he poured in a storm. Fist bump. Ugh. And then they're like, hey, drink this bottled water. They're like, drink it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the. That's what we should have been doing all the. the They're so stupid. All the water was probably fine. We could have probably just used all that water. Stupid, stupid, idiot alien rangers. I hate them. Uh, anyway, what happens? I don't. Does the monster attack? Uh, th yeah, the monster attacks, and then they have to go. And Jason says, "You guys go fight the monster. I'll stay here to help with them. the other rangers right. talking about Delphine and Cestro, uh, and help them fix yeah. Billy." Billy's like, "Hey." Why don't you get on your Zio jet cycles? Because we got product to move. We're we're closing the season now, and we have so many Zio jet cycles in the warehouse that we need to get rid of. So move them toys. Also, at some point, we went back to the moon. It might be after this. It might be right now. Um, uh, where Sprocket is like, hey, Dad, Rita made a purse monster, and he's mad. And he's like, well, I need to fight the Power Rangers, not them. So he now also has a plan to counter Rita's plan right. so that he can be the one to kill the Power Rangers. Uh, that must be afterwards because I didn't because, write it down. Well, his plan is coming into play as soon as they're on the jet cycles. Right. So he makes a monster. We cut to them riding their jet cycles. He makes a monster that I don't know what his name was. It was Cog something. I called him Clock Saw because he has this giant buzzsaw <laughs> made of clock gears. And he's got clock He was just like a bad Cog guy. He's very right. steampunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he and he like shoots little cog gear things onto their wheels that take over the Zeo Jet Cycles completely. Apparently these cogs make machines that they are attached to evil. Behave badly. Machines yeah. behaving badly. <laughs> so they can't steer. They can't do anything, including jump off. Yeah, um, the, their foot straps are just, like, locked in tight. Way in there. So they ram into a building. Yep, which is full of red barrels. And then they run out, and it explodes. Yeah, Tommy's like, guys, this is gonna blow up. We gotta go. Uh, this is Japanese footage. Yeah. 
It was probably real cool in Japan. Yeah. It was real cool in this, too. Like, to be fair. Yeah, I like them just, like, crashing into a building yeah. and almost blowing up. Like, legit crashing into, like, a crappy trailer. Like, a foreman's trailer for, like, yeah. a construction site, you know, that's, like, really shoddy. It's where they kept all the oil, I guess. I, yeah. Hey, where's all your explosive barrels? Oh, it's in the trailer over there <laughs> for quarrying. Because we're in the quarry, so... Making got, a quarry. Got a quarry somehow. Explosive barrels. Mondo comes down and attacks them? I think he just sticks some cogs after them. He does. Um, They also get the cog badge on them. The cogs do or the rangers? The cogs do. So that game makes Because the rangers cogs. are fighting them, but they're like no mercy blocking. Right. Where they just puff their chest out because they're super strong they're now. They're cog squared now and so they're So it's too not strong. working. So the cogs are like too strong for the power rangers to take out. Rita sees that Mondo's down there attacking, so she makes impersonator that's the monster's name yep she makes him i her? feel like they you it's a her it, she says she calls herself miz at some point okay um, but i feel like they used impersonator before is I that the one that was kimberly's clear plastic purse that with all the items in it i, I think it was the not. coin purse that was inside also that. this does not impersonate anything no it's just a purse it's just for the pun guys it's just for the pun do it for the pun. But the pun is only half realized. Yeah, that's all puns to me. <laughs> this is how puns operate once they hit my brain. I'm like, that's only kind of half. <laughs> anyway, they make that grow. So Tommy's like, we need Zeozord power because now there's a giant monster. Right. So the fight is escalated. And then the powered up cogs just, they go away. Yeah, well, they just leave them. They're like, ah, whatever. It'll be fine. And then they get in their regular Zeozords. Yep. Because this Confirming is... Confirming that this is an old episode. It has to be. Because this is going to be a crossover episode, right? Because there's like a, a very clearly season three looking monster versus, you know, fighting them. So, yeah. So I think this is one of the first crossover movies that they did. Um, Maybe. It, it was, it was Kaka Ranger and O-Ranger. And I think it was like, it took, because I, I looked it up earlier in the year. I think it took place around episode seven or eight. So, like, it's... No, it had to be after that, because Pyramidus is in it. Spoilers, guys. So, like, right. <laughs> it's pretty old, because they're not using yeah. the Shape Zords anymore. So, like, it's a little kind of old. Like, they get... They make the, the Megazord... They try every helmet. They try every helmet, and nothing works. Every time they attack it, we get the same animation of it blasting their of energy it back. also, no mercy... Yeah, it, like, puffs his chest out. out, and then just holds his hands out and blasts them. And it's yeah. the same... Shot every time. Yeah. At one point, it switches to Tanya. Before she calls, like, Rocket Head or whatever her thing is, she's like, what's up with this purse of yours, cat? She says, she switches, it's like, Battle Helmet 2 Yellow or something. Sure. I don't know. Uh, and then right before she, su- she shoots it, she says, I told you that purse was ugly. No, Cat says... Cat says that? Cat says, I never liked that purse anyway. Tanya, okay. Tanya says... She might also say that, but she definitely says, what's up with this purse of yours, Cat? <laughs> like, Cat made it a monster. Yep. You remember how monsters used to just appear out of... Oh, I guess Tanya doesn't. No. She wasn't here for that. I think they're, it's just Tanya being, like, just ribbing her a little bit. Right. Not the time, Tanya. This no. thing is, is, like... Read the room. It's, like, knocking back all your attacks. You're in trouble right it's now. It's invincible? Yeah, and <laughs> for no reason other than it's an ugly purse. You yeah, can't kill it's him. A, it's a blob monster, so like everything just bounces off of it, I or guess. it absorbs it. So then um, they try the saber. That doesn't work. It knocks down the Zeozord and does a froggy splash on it. It just like pig pile. It's yeah. kind of cute. It just jumps on it. It's, it's like, like ah. have fun. Um, and then they're like, we need the red. We need red puncher now. 
Tommy gets Red Puncher. Red Puncher's lighting it up, and nothing works. It's just bouncing off. But when he's done, and he, he lights it up. Yeah. Uh, when he's done, she's just like, that was fun. Let's do it again. Whatever. And then I one, love being Red Punched. This is when she calls herself a, a Miz. I forget the context exactly, but she does say, like, Miz. Uh, and then... Miz Personator. Miz Person... That might be it. I'm going to call her Percy Worsey. So then a Cogsaw dude shoots another one of his evil gears, and it lands in the this regular Zeo Megazord. Keep that in mind. Keep that in your pocket, guys. Tommy's like, guys, this isn't working. We need to combine. So they go yeah, to put we him- need Jason and Pyramidus. Well, no, this is before then, when oh, they just okay. do the, the red puncher combo. Oh, right, right. And okay. he's like, all right, let's do it. So they put them together, and they just attack fine. The gear does nothing. Nope. It's... A long con. I guess it's a remote, remotely activated. He's evil waiting gear. for his moment, even though this is the. Mo- I guess. <laughs> I guess if he helped, it would still look like Percy Worsey did the the job. So yeah. I guess Mondo's way too proud yeah. for that. So he's like, "All right, this is fine." Uh, they're like, "Jason, we need your help." Jason is getting some water from Angel Grove Falls, and I was like, "Jason, just teleport back, get it real real quick." But then I and you pointed out. Can't do it. You can't. Teleportation got blown up by Sestro's stupid gun. There's like a whole open area with no consoles that like he could have shot. Yep. But he could have aimed the back of it at Billy's door. <laughs> yeah. Like there's plenty of places that this could have worked. But he's like, no, I want to shoot the console maybe. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it won't backfire. I'm a Blue Ranger. <laughs> he's not the best Blue Ranger. No. That's for sure. <laughs> no. Uh, just like, all right, it's more for time. Gets in Pyramidus. They make Pyramidus... Ultrasword mode, right? They pyramidus him, and and he's just like, nah. Just shoots it back. So they're like, all right, we need a different configuration. They turn into carrier mode, which is when he's flat, and they're all like sitting on him in different places, and he starts shooting them. But that's like little paintballs. Like turn on paintball mode in James Bond in in, in Goldeneye. <laughs> that's my favorite mode. My it's it's that, and I love big head mode because it's so goofy, and I also love the mode where it's all lines, and that's it. Oh, that's but it, awful. It's, it's awful, but when I was a kid, I couldn't get enough of it. You can't see anything, because no. none of the walls are outlined. You put that in paintball mode on, you make the walls with the paintball. <laughs> Look, I had a Game Shark, you just do these kinds of things when you have a Game Shark. I tried to unlock all the cheats the real way, which is like beat a level on a difficulty in a time limit. Yeah. It's hard. Turbo mode is impossible. You have to beat the silo level in like three minutes. You can't. You can't. That's impossible. It can't be done. No, I've never been able to do it. I did get DK mode. What was DK mode? It's big heads and long arms. <laughs> <laughs> that in paintball mode, boom. Perfect game. Perfect game. Can't make a better game. I don't game know why that. we keep making more first person shooters. We did it the best in nineteen ninety eight. We figured it out. So and yeah, here we just... And it aims for you, which is like the best oh. mechanic for a first person shooter. Yeah, so nice. Anyway. God, I love Goldeneye. What a great game. Carry mode also doesn't work. We cut the Mondo. They run away. They retreat. Yeah, there's a shot of Pyramidus. I think it's just a mirrored shot, but he's rolling the other direction. Right. He's like leaving. He's like, well, that's it for me. Gotta go. Mondo's like, he has a plan. I forget what the plan. It was something like, no, no, no. Don't worry about the thing. It'll go back to yeah. where their, their place is and then it'll blow up there or whatever. And Sprocket's like, you're so smart, Daddy. And he's like, I'm the king. Yeah, and Sprocket says something about Impersonator being super strong and, like, is going to defeat the Power Rangers. So Mondo's like, oh, I have a plan for him. And just teleports him out. Her. Excuse me. Literally just sends her to another planet. Yep. Hmm. 
Why haven't the Rangers been doing this? They got teleport technology. Also, Mondo is a bad emperor. Like he's, he's very, a bad conqueror. He's very. He bad. should let this monster kill the Power Rangers, and then he can kill the lesser bad guys himself. And then teleport it away when it's done. And yeah. Be like, oh well, I did it. It was me. It me the whole time. He could take Rita and Zed easy. Oh, for sure. Like <laughs> maybe not Zed. I I don't know about right Zed. now. His army versus their family? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking one-on-one <laughs> combat. Oh, no, probably not. But he has an entire armada. That is like, true. And they just keep making more. Whereas yeah. we have seen zero putties since they since uh, nope. Zed and Rita No tangas. Thank God. Thank No dumb grackle warriors. So they deliver... We come back to the rangers. They're delivering the water. But they're like, it might be too late. Cut to commercial. Come back. Sester has it loaded up. Pointed at another console. Didn't learn his lesson the first time. <laughs> He's like, all right, Billy, I'm going to shoot you with this now. But I think old Billy helped him fix the gun in the meantime. Probably. So, <laughs> William. We'll call him William. So he shoots him, and his face does this weird, gross thing where it's like, it's they parts. Defi- they definitely put some of David Yost's face over it. It's like composited, but in a really weird way. And then he just like, nope, I'm old. Didn't work. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and then Oracle calls, you know, the Red Ranger. He's like, hey, it's Oracle. You know, the Red Ranger from Aliens? The Alien <laughs> Red Ranger? We're going to help. Yeah, he's like, the other Rangers are ready if you need help. But then, shut up, Oracle. We detect an anomaly in one of the boots on the Zeozord. <laughs> Billy's like, I'll go check it out. And Kat's like, you're a hunter. You can't do that. He's like, it's good for me to keep active in my old right, age. Right, in my old age. So he runs into the Megazord, which is... At this moment, being stored as a Megazord, yep. even though it comes out in parts. Well, hey. <laughs> Who knows? But it's in the hangar. You remember the hangar with Red Puncher. Yeah. Where it's just like a bunch of steel fixtures just around like, it. Just like, yeah, scaffolding all over the place. And so Billy goes in there and looks at like a light on a console. It's like, oh, this reading is all wrong. Yeah. And then it starts going crazy and just smashing through the steel. Yeah. He puts a headset on. He's like, guys... It's weird now. Yeah, it's like Rangers Mayday. Something bad everyone's happened. Like, everyone's like, what's going on? And Alpha knows exactly what's going on. Does he? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, oh, the Zord is, you know, malfunctioning because of a thing, and Billy can't get to the main cockpit to override it. And then it blasts out of the hangar. And then it starts shooting off into space like its home planet needs it. <laughs> it's not, a, there's no jets, there's no wing. It's just no, literally it's just, just like flying, flying away. away. Now, in the Red Puncher debut episode when this kind of thing happens. Yeah. It's because in the footage he was being stolen. He's being stolen and the, the person stealing him didn't have a connection. Is that also th- what this part is from? I too? have no idea. Anyone who's watched O-Ranger? Sky? Oh no you did. Let us know. Tell us. But yeah it flies away and they're like oh no Billy! And it finally ends. Because when it got to Billy going in the Megazord it was bordering on Island of Illusion. I, I swear to God I was <laughs> like has this been for- Did we just watch both parts? Is that what's happening? It was a long episode. But anyway, it's over now. Yep. Josh, mm-hmm. what's the best? There isn't. I don't there's, have one. There's got to be a best in here somewhere. Cat's hair is the best. <laughs> As a general rule, yeah. Yep. Because even Jason wasn't featured a lot. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give my best to Adam's new haircut. Because he got it. It's like kind of longish. But you he, can tell he wants to grow it out, but like he has to get through this phase yeah. first. And also, either that or he just cut it to like get it in order a little bit yeah, and hasn't settled I, yet. I need to do that. I need to get this tamed. 
going crazy in the back here. I haven't got a haircut in two and a half years. <laughs> I'm thinking July. My hair's long enough to donate, so maybe soon. What's the worst? Oh, what did we say was worse than old Billy? The RV. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. I hate that. <laughs> Every time the RV shows up, I'm worsting it from here on out. Well, there's only three more chances. Oh, unless it's in turbo. Please don't be in turbo. I am 100% over the RV. It's a perma worst. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm going to give my worst to the fact that uh, producers and crew on Power Rangers were such garbage people that David Yost had to walk off. And, and then, then like they, they made a two-episode yeah. story arc about re- him leaving. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't, to be fair, they didn't like treat Billy like he was th- the worst, you know? Yeah. They weren't like, we'll get back at him. But but I don't know which, which would have been worse, this episode or them just quietly never having Billy again. Or Billy just always being in the other room. Yeah. That might have gotten funny after a while and then gone back to being sad and then got funny and then it kind of oscillates. Yeah. Um. I, either way, who's the MVP? March Arena showed up, so... <laughs> She was, she was pretty good. I'm going to give it to Kat, just because yeah. I like her. She's cute. You're cute, Kat. I like you. <laughs> Let's go get ice cream sometime. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. All right. Uh, Morphingrid.holmberg.com is our website. You can email us with little idiots. With little idiots? If you have any little idiots you want to send us via email. <laughs> Lilies.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the MorphinGrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. If you want to leave us a rating review, that would help us out a ton. Uh, I would really appreciate it. It helps us be more visible so more people can find us. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash hey Jake and Josh. And if you do that, if you go there and you donate, you get some cool stuff and it helps us out a ton. And we super, super appreciate it. And uh, and you get to show your support in like a like a real tangible way that like makes a difference in our world. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's all we got. I can't talk about this episode anymore. We'll see you on Friday for the thrilling conclusion of Old Man Billy. But until then, may, may the power protect you. Yes, I only yawn when I talk a lot on a podcast. I notice that I yawn more the more I talk. I don't know. I we don't know got, what we figured it out. Science hasn't been able to, but we did. We did. <laughs> if you just shut up, you'll stop yawning. <laughs> <laughs>